Welcome, beautiful. If you're looking for guidance on your feminine journey, building meaningful relationships, manifestations, work-life balance, and other related topics, you came to the right place. I'm your host, Daisy, and this is the Chronicles of Being That Girl. Alrighty. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited to be talking to you today. Um, actually, I'm trying something kind of new right now, which is recording this as a talk on TikTok. So talk on TikTok. So if you're tuning in, hello. On my screen, I have more information about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, and if you're listening on through the other platforms, you can listen. You can just read the description. Um, like I said, typically I'll record these and just release them, but today I'm trying something new. Let's make it fun, right? I do have an announcement to make to all of my listeners. Um, the Unleashing Your Inner Goddess Masterclass is finally here. Uh, this masterclass is going to be hosted Friday night at 7 p.m. And it's going to be super interactive as it's meant to feel like a girl's night in. Um, it's going to be really fun. Definitely sign up for it. I'm going to be teaching you how to unleash your inner goddess. This is everything from harnessing your divine feminine energy, uh, which I always talk on TikTok about how to attract better opportunities in your life and cultivate high vibrations. Spots are limited to 100 girls only, and I already have spots filling up, so please don't miss out on this. I promise you it's not something you want to miss because I will be having a giveaway at the end. And the link is posted on all my platforms in the bio, Instagram, TikTok, and you name it. In today's episode... I want to talk about overcoming insecurities. This is something so personal to me because my journey, my glow up started with overcoming insecurities. And this was about four, almost five years ago. It's crazy. But insecurities is something that a lot of us struggle with. And I think that the dangers of not addressing them is them coming out and ruining a perfectly good situation in our life, whether it's our work, our job, I mean, like our work, our friendships, family, interactions. Um, for example, when forming friendships, if you haven't addressed some of your insecurities, they or have recognized them at least, they could develop into jealousy, triggers, and I've talked about this in another episode, but pick me syndrome and other habits that just make it hard for you to have a meaningful and joyful life. Other things that I've mentioned before is that doing shadow work to know your deepest, darkest sides is tremendously helpful for taking hold of your divine feminine energy. Um, when you know exactly what your insecurities are, you can recognize patterns in your words, patterns in your phrases, and the reactions that you have. And what you want to start transitioning to when you do shadow work is from a why do I think that? Why do I believe that? Why do I feel that? You want to have that instead of why did I do that? Because it's a lot easier to prevent things than to fix it when you've already made the mistake, right? And that's what I want to get you to, to understand who you are as a core and not try to fight it off and get rid of it, but work with it. And that's what overcoming insecurities really is all about. One of the things about insecurities that have made it a bit more apparent today, which is something I noticed, is social media. Social media has drastically changed the way we consume in the world. I mean, the way we consume information, the way we consume habits, products, opinions, everything. Opinions about ourselves, opinions about other things. Um, and it's something that sadly is not going to go away anytime soon because 
think about it. We're already living in the future. We're living in an integrated AI, digital, data-driven world. And it's evolving so fast that we can't really stop it. So instead of stopping it, learning best practices is going to help us reintegrate what's still real, which is humans, feelings, our connections with our body, with our soul, intuition. Um, so let's just go ahead and get into the how can we start overcoming insecurities. And there's a few things about this, but here's a lie I realized three years too late maybe four years now, too late, that overcoming insecurities isn't just putting a sticky note in the mirror and telling yourself you're beautiful. It's not just affirmations. It's not just having a bubble bath and having a self-care day. That does absolutely nothing for you in the long run, but make you just feel like a fraud. And all the hard work that you will eventually want to put in won't even really come out in the surface. It's a manufactured lie that I don't know who started it, but they need to go to jail for that. And this is why real confidence is actually built around knowledge. Real confidence isn't something that you just have, that you just, it just blossoms. It's something you have to learn and you have to learn how to maintain and keep it long term. term. Some of us have learned that pretty early on from our home, whether it's how your parents treated you, how your family was with you, um, what your family and your surroundings environment taught you about love, respect, honor, and much more. Um, and there's four components that I believe have been, have helped me so much in overcoming these insecurities. These four are identifying and challenging your negative self-talk. Second is, um, practicing self-compassion and acceptance. The third is having a supportive group of people in your life. And the fourth is taking the small steps to get out of your comfort zone. All of these are crucial and have truly been like the bread and butter of what has made me the confident woman that I feel I am today. Um, for the first one, which is identifying and challenging negative self-talk, this is when you have to be aware of when you're undermining yourself. What this means is be careful, like start noticing when you talk bad and start thinking bad things about yourself. One of the biggest reasons why a lot of you lack self-confidence is because you don't even allow it to grow and develop. You don't allow your confidence to have room in your life. You basically block it yourself. Let's say you're applying to college, you're applying for a home loan, you're applying for something in your life that you want to grow into. You start, before you even make that move, you start to think, oh man, so many people have gotten rejected. Maybe I'm going to get rejected. What makes me think I'm going to get it? I'm always getting rejected anyway. So what's the point? I'm not even surprised if they're going to say no to me. You immediately start to block your growth and feed yourself a negative image about you that is so unreal, right? Instead, you got to start changing your language to feed your soul into a more hopeful state. Instead of saying that, you can be like, yeah, this isn't easy. It's not easy, but a thou thousands of people have gotten approved. Thousands of people have been able to do it. So I have a chance of getting that as well. So I'm going to do my best job possible to practice and get approved, right? So it's starting to change your language in order to challenge that, those ideas that you have. And really, 
the first step in this practice is identifying the voice identifying the voice that tells you this when when does it come out and what does it say all the time eventually what you want to do with this little voice this little thing that tells you that you're not good enough and tells you negative things is you want to slow it down um i'm gonna give you right now a scoop a real deal of something my therapist told me about this which was whenever a negative thought pops in your head think of it as hmm that's interesting that's an interesting thought and move away from it and just go back into your normal day to life. What you want to avoid is giving it feeling, feeding into it and letting it consume into you, let it diffuse into you because then it overpowers. What I used to do is give that thought a feeling and it would eventually become who I am. And I will let, let it almost take a persona in a sense and eat me up inside. But the more I started recognizing this voice, this negative self-talk as a separate identity, someone who isn't even me rather than myself, it was so much easier to shut it down and slow down the voice. You can even call it a name if you want. I think that's kind of silly, but you can do whatever you need to do in order to understand that, huh, that that's interesting that that thing is there, but it's not who I am. It doesn't say anything about myself. It doesn't necessarily say it's true about me some of the thoughts um if you are into psychology and learning more about it um some of these thoughts for me were cognitive distortions and if you look it up cognitive cognitive distortions are internal mental filters or biases that increase our misery fuel our anxiety and make us feel bad about ourselves so to some degree like these thoughts served these anxieties that we have served a purpose to protect protect us from harm, right? Back then when we had these, we had to think a lot about what was around us. How can we protect ourselves when we were out in nature? But now that we're living in a different world, we have to understand that not all these thoughts have an importance anymore. They don't serve that same purpose as they once did. They're just kind of there. Um, so, and this is all also part of working with your shadows, It's recognizing these dark parts of yourself and working with them to make them easier to live. You're not going to get rid of them necessarily, but you can quiet quiet them down and you can make it livable enough for you to grow and be a better person. Um, And let me tell you, once I started doing the shadow work and once I actually started putting in the effort my life has changed. Like I feel like such a better person than I did four years ago. Um, and I thought it was so cliche at that time. I used to judge everybody for being so happy and being so positive. I used to be like, that's unrealistic. Like, I can't be like that. But little do I know now, these thoughts don't consume me because of the work that I had to put in. Um, and I can now make room and space for positive th- thoughts. And that's what you want to do. You want to make the space for that. The second part about this, about overcoming insecurities, is that you need to practice more self-compassion and acceptance. Look, it's not like you're going to be super confident from one day to another, but at least give yourself a, a helping hand. Like, don't push yourself down. Encourage and support the ideas that even God is feeding into you, the ideas that and signs that the universe is putting in your life. Self-compassion is all about recognizing when we're struggling, and about making commitment to do what we can to improve things for ourselves step by step, day by day. 
it also means being okay with not knowing everything. Like knowing that you don't know everything allows you to be like, okay, well, maybe I want to learn. And then you get more confident. Being okay with making mistakes and knowing that mistakes are your opportunities for growth. Trust me, I have been making so many mistakes these days with learning a new industry, learning everything about this, about building a personal brand, about even like at my regular job, uh, which I just started about a month ago and I've made so many mistakes, but those are the moments that I can use to my advantage to grow because in a year from now, I'm going to be an expert at that. I want to be an expert. Um, another thing is build on the positives that you've already done and add support wherever you need more learning. Make sure that you pat yourself on the back once in a while. Well, you know, I didn't make the mistake, but overall I put in so much effort and I did an amazing job. Um, and all of this is going to be the ultimate confidence booster. It's not all about looks. I promise you the real confidence is built from, from within. And I know that sounds cliche. I used to hate when people told me this. But now that I'm on the other side, I realized they were right. The last two, um, which we're going to be talking about, but it's surrounding yourself with supportive people, with supportive friends. When you surround yourself with good people, you create positive experiences that can help you navigate the ups and downs of life. And these are the type of people that are going to be there for you through thick and thin. We know this. The ones that are going to celebrate you, though, and pick you when you fall down. Now, listen to this. Sometimes as women, we like to bond over similar experiences or traumas or downfalls that other women have had. like. For example, we want to connect with women who've had shitty exes to just get together and talk about it, talk about bad friendships we had, experiences, whatever. But because, you know, you feel comfortable around that, around your misery, you feel comfortable around it because they're like, they get it. But what happens when you outgrow that stage? Suddenly, that person doesn't feel relevant anymore. And that other person that you outgrew may even have resentment towards you for getting to a next level. I remember I had a friend who I somewhat outgrew. We had a connection over a very similar experience. And the moment that I left that place of misery, guess what? She almost kind of hated that about me. It was almost like she would say, well, that's great for you, but I'm not there yet. And I'm still sad. So that's what I'm saying. Bonding over people like that over similar bad experiences can also be a red flag. So please be aware of who you let into your life and how you meet people. Because at the end of the day, you don't want insecure people around you. They will be mad at you for growing. I personally love the type of friendships where I can come in and if I talk about something negative in my life, these people, these friends are going to listen to me, but they're going to try to encourage me to snap out of it. These are the type of friends that are going to be like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. That sucks. But then they come up with something funny and then they try to bring hope and allow me to grow in my life. They'll be like, let's go for a walk though. What if we go for a concert? What if we just have more girl time? Those are the types of friends that you want to keep close and you want to start watching out for that won't gossip, that won't make the negative more negative. Like they won't add fire to the fire, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the last one I want to talk about, how, about how to overcome insecurities is taking the small steps outside of your comfort zone. 
we all have a comfort zone, whether you want to admit it or not. It's the place where you feel safe, that where you feel secure, you feel in control of everything and everything goes smooth. While there's nothing wrong with feeling comfortable, staying within your comfort zone for too long is going to lead to stagnation, a lack of growth. And when you stop growing, you don't feel confident anymore. You don't feel like you're on top of the world. Why? Because you, everyone's already been on page 10 and you're still on page two. So think about it this way too. This is the way that one of our, my prophet or my minister from church said it. He was like, you have to outgrow your clothes. Whenever you were, let's say 10 years old, you probably wore a size 10, who knows, size small, whatever the case was. But as the years went by, you kept growing. And what happens with your clothes as you grow? They get tighter. They get uncomfortable. They don't feel the same anymore. And that's the same with your comfort zone. You have to, as you start growing, your clothes are not going to fit anymore. So what do you have to do? You have to go begin them clothes. You have to do something about that. You have to change, shed. And that's why it's so important to take steps outside of your comfort zone because that's really how you're going to grow confidence. You're going to build on yourself. In fact, studies have shown that regularly pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone can actually rewire our brains to become more resilient and adaptable. This means that you're going to be better equipped and handle like unexpected challenges and setbacks in the future. To me, this is one of the biggest reasons why I feel so confident from within than I did years ago. Because the more things I learned, the more challenges I even put forward for myself, um, I gained knowledge and I gained this thing where I can walk into any room and I can make somebody smile. I can bring light into someone's life. I can open up hearts because at the end of the day, your energy inside is what's gold. I have seen so many beautiful women in this world. I mean, beauty is all around us now. It's everywhere. But there are women who are so insecure, some men who are so insecure within themselves. They have no substance. They have nothing in this world other than this out here. Oh, I'm sorry if you hear me on the mic. Um, so it's important to start feeding your soul, feeding the things within your knowledge, your brain, everything that you know. Um, because then you know the power you have. You know what you can do. You know that you can change hearts and that you can capture people and that you can make connections. That's what's really important. That's what can get you ahead in life. And don't get me wrong. I still have my moments of insecurities. Like, oh man, my, to my tooth is crooked or whatever. Like I wish, but it, it doesn't matter because I can still show up for myself every day. And that's really where I, where I want all of you ladies or um, gentlemen to be at. But in conclusion, those are the ways that you can overcome insecurities. I hope that this small episode helped. Um, again, my masterclass, the signups are already up. They've been up for about a week. Um, so definitely check it out. If you're interested in this masterclass, I'll be going over confidence. I'll be going over sisterhood. I'll be going over shadow work, your divine feminine energy, and much more. But thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, definitely let me know. I don't see any questions here on the chat. So um, I'm going to go ahead and close this episode for now. But until next time, thank you. Follow me on all my platforms at building.that.girl, Instagram and TikTok. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.